Welcome to Thoughts Off the Stem. I'm Justin Baroni, and today we're smoking Seven Acre Scentsy Star. <coughs> Excuse me. I take a sip of that coffee. Hits it right in the back of the throat. It's good though. It's a uh, it's an indica. It is just over twenty percent with a 0.6% milligram of CBD. Cool. This stuff's really good. <coughs> it's really good for um, video games, <laughs> zoning out, watching movies, all that fun stuff. So that was what it was in the bowl. A little bit of, a little bit of um, Keef as well, because I cleaned out my grinder this morning. So this bowl should be fucking awesome. Hope you guys are having a good bowl. I don't know if you're having a coffee. But this is a special episode, I guess, because I'm recording it on St. Patrick's Day. That's right. So we're going to have a couple drinks. We're going to talk some shit. I'm going to tell you a funny story about how I got kicked out of church. <laughs> now, that's not to say that I'm not religious. I'm not really religious, but I am definitely spiritual. I believe that there's something out there. I just don't know what it is. And I don't know if I believe that it's like, you know... A uh, big bearded guy in the clouds overseeing puppe puppeteering everybody. I don't know if that's the case. That'd be great. I'm not discounting it because just like other life on other planets, if just because you don't see it doesn't mean it's not there, right? So I don't discount it. I just take issue with some of the stories <laughs> in religion. That's all. Um, and I'm not overly well versed in it, so don't hate on me or fucking flip your lid on shit. I'm just saying. Okay, so we'll get to that a little bit later. But since it's St. Patrick's Day, I'm having a coffee. <laughs> There's no Baileys in it. I probably should put some Baileys in it. But have you ever met somebody and just like immediately you clicked? It was like you'd known them forever, you know, like your whole life. You've known them for 10 seconds, but you knew them for it, but you feel like you've known them forever. I had that once with a friend of mine, unfortunately he passed away on St. Patrick's Day um, in a car accident. And, and fortunately, it wasn't like drunk driving or anything like that. It was road conditions and weather conditions and it was a pure accident. Um, so in that, you could take a little bit of solace or I could take a little bit of solace in the idea that, you know, it was pure accident. It wasn't, there was no like uh, nefarious behavior going on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, you know, I knew this guy. His name was Jason Sambito. I have a tattoo of his initials on my arm with a couple kanji symbols that say love and happiness. Because I'm always stri striving and looking for the happiness and the fun times and the good times, right? Because what's the point if you're not having fun, man? You got to find the fun. That's my fucking motto. Find the fun. Because all the bullshit that goes on around you, who gives a shit? It can be taken away in a second. So don't fucking bother with the bullshit. Just go for the good shit. You know what I'm saying? That's right. You heard. <laughs> Anyway, so he passed away, um, and we had known each other for like eight months, but it felt like he was my brother, right? So it was kind of crazy to me to find, to have this person in my life and then out of my life in like the blink of an eye, but having a connection that runs so deep that like, okay, here, I'll tell you the story. All right. So it was, um, the Saturday before St. Patrick's day in 2000 and two, I think maybe 2003. When did I meet him? 2000, 2000. Yeah. 2003. 
So I'm pretty sure it was 2003. So it was a Saturday night before. I hadn't seen him in a while. We'd met working a job together. We hung out like all the time, smoked weed, blazed, had a great time. I always did, you know, my Arnold Schwarzenegger impression for him when he was rolling joints because he was the better joint roller. So I'd sit beside him going, yeah, come on, do it, roll it. This is not tight enough. You need to make it tighter. Come on, do it. Tighten it up. Yeah, you get to pump it like the muscles. Do it. Anyway, it always made him laugh. So I would always do it. Or when we were playing golf, stuff like that, or like, because we met uh, working on a golf course. So I would always do these stupid Arnold impressions for him because no matter what we were doing, no matter how bad mood he was in, I could do that and he'd start fucking howling, right? So we hadn't met up in a while because he was off doing another job now. I was back in school. And uh, so we just didn't get the chance to meet up that often. And this Saturday night before... um, before St. Patrick's Day, we ended up catching up. We ended up going out, having a few drinks, having a good time. He ended up staying over at the house. He goes home the next day, you know, and everything's good. And then, uh, and then, um, I think it was Monday. Yeah, Monday, because Monday was the St. Patrick's Day. So, Monday rolls around, I get a phone call, and it's him. And I'm like, dude, it's fucking 8 o'clock in the morning. Like, fuck off, you know? But the weird thing was, was that after I got that call and I rolled back over to go to sleep, I had this dream and it was fucked up. (laughs) Okay. Bear with me here. So I had this dream that I walked into this funeral home and I saw all these like suits. People walking around, but they had no heads. Like, I didn't see... It was almost like it was uh, like a Peanuts cartoon where you don't see the adults' heads. You know what I'm saying? So, in this dream, I'm walking into the funeral home. I don't realize it's a funeral home. But I see all these suits and stuff, whatever. I wake up, but I have this, like, super fucking uneasy feeling, right? So, I check my phone again. And... It's a message from his mom looking to see if I had seen him. So I thought nothing of it because like, you know, we were kids. We did what we did, whatever. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Then I find out, uh, what was it like the next day or later on that day that, yeah, he had been hit in a car accident. Like his car had been hit by a, a fucking truck. So obviously world goes banana pants. Holy shit. Everything's falling apart. Right. Keep in mind, I've had this dream. I don't know what it is, but I'm sitting like uneasy for a couple days. Then I have, then I see the paper. I see it with his name, you know, with his car. I know it's him. A buddy of mine had called me to tell me that I knew him, a mutual friend. So he called to say the same thing. Like, hey, check the paper. Look, check this out. It was like two days later. Okay. So I know it's him. And I know this dream had something to do with it. Not his death. Just knowing this connection right like the dream had something to do with this connection we were connected on a fucking different level man so i go to the funeral or the viewing was it the view yeah i go to the viewing and as soon as i fucking walk in it's the dream you know what i'm saying it was fucking crazy so i walk in the doors and as soon as i walk in the doors everybody that's walk that's at the top of the stairs I couldn't see their heads because it was bright and my eyes were adjusting. And as I'm looking up, I get up to about chest level on a couple of the characters I see walking around in there. And it's 
all those suits were the exact suits from the dream, dude. Stairway, whole deal. It was all fucking... Yeah, that's what I'm saying, okay? <laughs> yeah, it was fucking trippy. So I walk in, and I immediately walk back out. Because, like, what the fuck, right? Now I'm clairvoyant. Who fucking knew that shit? Who? Who knew that shit? Somebody could have told me. That would have been great. I would have loved a heads up on that one. <laughs> so this flood of emotions comes, right? I book it back outside. I go around the corner. I light up a smoke, and I'm, like, semi-hyperventilating and, like, trying to get my shit together and, like, you know process what I saw and the whole deal it was fucked dude <laughs> so okay so then my buddy comes out and he's like what are you doing I'm like I saw this man I fucking saw this like I saw this <laughs> and he's like what he didn't understand it so anyway I get my shit together and uh I go back inside and I keep in mind I never met his parents um, but I, like, I knew of them, obviously he talked about them and apparently he had talked about me and a couple of his other buddies with his friends, his parents. So his parents knew who I was before, like I even got in the door. Anyway, I get in line to, you know, give my condolences and stuff. And the dad grabs me, hugs me and he pulls me in and he goes, look, man, I'm really sorry, but I couldn't give you an open casket. He basically got run over. He drove a Camaro, which was really low to the ground. And it was a foggy day. And I guess he got run over like run over <laughs> and uh anyway they couldn't do an open casket and i'm like i'm still trying to fucking put this whole i've seen this picture before together in my head like get it all sorted out right oh dude what a trip so then he says to me and i'm high as balls obviously i'm high as balls it's my buddy's way like wait what the fuck right so <laughs> so i'm trying to like oh my god and uh so his dad says this to me and i just look at him i'm like you don't have to apologize to me for any anything like I'm just happy I knew your son. Like, it was awesome, you know? So, it was, it was kind of trippy. It was a really, like, tough one to get over. Because uh, we were the same, obviously, we were the same age. We hung out. We did the same shit. We liked the same shit. We liked fast cars. He built cars. He was going to teach me how to build a car. And then I was going to teach him how to build a computer. That was going to be our trade-off. Because he was working on a 1965 Fastback Corvette. Oh, dude, it was so sick. Bought it from a junkyard. He's going to build it ground up. Anyway, it was really cool to have that connection with somebody like that, like immediately. So, unfortunately, he passed away on St. Patrick's Day. But at the same time, I get to now celebrate his life, celebrate St. Patrick's Day. I know I'm obsessed with lighting this. I don't know why. It's because I'm getting high. So, whatever. But... So I get to enjoy that, and I'm on, I'm kind of in a like a, in a weird way, I'm happy that I get to celebrate it that way. So in honor of Jason Sanvito, who would be I think a year older than me today, I think he'd be 41, not today, but he'd be older than me right now, is what I'm saying. We're gonna have a little McClellan's single malt, malt Scotch whiskey. I know that it is Scottish. <laughs> But I don't have Irish, okay? So let's just drink this and cheers that. And you guys, whoever, if you're watching this and like, you know, you have, cheers to your people too, man. Because that's what you do. You cheers to the people that you miss, to the people that you love, to the people that impacted your life, no matter how great or small and how quickly or how short. So cheers to you and yours. Cheers to everybody. Cheers to Jay.
God damn, that's good. Whoo! I'm telling you right now, that'll fucking peel the hair off a gorilla's back, baby. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, so this stuff, this Sensi Star, I was good. I was trying to describe the flavor the other day, and I think that oh, coffee and whiskey got a good idea. Excuse me. I was trying to describe like how it tastes. And it's very earthy. It's very thick, and it's like it's deep. It gets in there, you know. But it's like the whiskey of weed. It's got that bit of a bit. Uh, it's got that little bit of bitter aftertaste. Fucking, I don't know. It's good. I like it. It's man's weed. <laughs> I'm just fucking around. <laughs> yeah, you like whiskey. You like some Sensi Star, I think. Flavor wise, anyway. But I find it to be a nice, like, mellow indica. It's not too heavy. It's not too, uh, it's a nice, like, it's a floater. It's a floater. It makes you feel like you're floating and chilled the fuck out. So basically what I'm saying with that story with Jay is that I just hope that everybody gets the opportunity to have impacts like that in their life, relationships in their, in their lives that are like that, that come together quickly, not end. I don't want them to end. <laughs> don't get me wrong here. I'm just saying meeting somebody, I'm going through puberty too, meeting somebody that quickly and having a connection as if like it didn't matter. Like we were on the same page on fucking everything, man. He was talking to me about rolling a joint. He called it a conical one day. He never heard the end of that, <laughs> you know, like just never he, a conical. I get that it is. <laughs> I'm just saying who does that. Okay, dude, I miss that guy. He's a great dude. Really good guy. Heavy foot, but fuck cars are fast and cars are fun. I'm not saying, you know, I'm not saying that was anything to do with the accident. It was a pure accident, but yeah, I hope that everybody gets a relationship or finds a somebody companion that friend or whatever that you know is quick like that and deep like that because it's really fucking cool to have to to get that out of a person you don't get that very often it's very rare but it's very 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 <laughs> very cool anyway let's smoke this and since we're drinking because fuck it we need to crack that bottle of tequila do a tequila shot and then I will tell you hmm some came through I hate that then I will tell you the story about the time I got kicked out of church at Christmas it was after a church had finished <laughs> but this uh, this is my favorite tequila by the way 1800 silver Tequila, 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 motherfucker. <laughs> That's how we get rid of garbage over here. So anyway, okay, so let's do our tequila shot since we're talking all doo-doo-loo. I'll tell you what, a thing I should also remind people is that I do not get paid to talk about any of the weed, the booze, whatever it is that I'm talking about. I'm only telling you these things because I enjoy these things and I think that you might like them too. You might not. I don't know. But I think it's worth a mention and I think it's worth trying. 
But this stuff, oh, agave tequila, so good. It's a sipping tequila more than anything, but I really just want a shot of it because I haven't had it in a while. So join me in a shot of tequila. Salud, motherfucker. <laughs> oh. Dude, that's so fucking good. All right. The day I got kicked out of church. <laughs> so my dad and I have a real problem with like not shutting the fuck up <laughs> when we're in church. Because like I said, I don't discount religion. I just don't necessarily, you know, buy in a whole hundred percent. Maybe there's parts of it that are accurate. Maybe there's parts of it that aren't. I don't know. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is with all the options in life. I have beliefs that kind of span different ideologies and kind of amalgamate them all together. I hope you do too. Maybe you don't. I don't know. It doesn't matter to me. That's not the point. The point is not whether you're into religion or not. This is just a funny ass story about how I was asked never to come back to church again. <laughs> so we're sitting in the pews. It's Christmas Eve. I don't know. Sometime in the early 2000s because I was definitely still in university. And, uh, so, my dad and I are sitting, we're talking back and forth the whole time the sermon's going on until finally um, the preacher decides, he turns, he goes, look, you guys got to stop talking. I got to do this. So, we shut up because we were like two, we were two pews back, man. <laughs> we were, he could hear us for sure. Anyway, I was writing jokes on like a little napkin or no, like um, one of those donation sheets or whatever. Anyway, I don't know. I don't know church. I don't go. But anyway, so I'm writing down this, these ideas and my dad and I are talking about religion and how, you know, kind of silly it is and like, whatever. This is just, I'm not, don't be offended. <laughs> okay? So we're talking about that and I'm all riled up and like in this like hyper state because it's like 11 o'clock at night. We've been drinking and then we're going to go back and drink more. And all I want to do at this point, because I was like 21, 22, is I just wanted to drink. That's all I wanted to do. And my dad was cool. We were cool with that. So anyway, we're sitting there talking. Sermon ends, sorry, the service ends, jeez, and uh, we're all lined up, everybody in the little church area is all lined up to walk out the door, and Father, I don't remember his name, Father whatever, is at the door, like, shaking everybody's hands, and, you know, greeting people as they leave, and thanking them for coming, and wishing them a Merry Christmas, all that stuff. <laughs> Well, as the line's going, I start to notice that this motherfucker is shaking all the guys' hands. Fair enough. But he's hugging all the women. I was like, what the fuck? I want a hug. <laughs> so I look at my dad. And I go, hey, you notice he's, he's shaking all the guys' hands, but hugging the women like real close and tight. And my dad, he's like, yeah. I go, I want a hug. <laughs> he goes, don't do it, man. <laughs> it's not worth it. Don't do it. I was like, no, I'm getting a hug. <laughs> so, okay. So it's coming up to my turn. It's uh, my mom's like a couple people up. And then I think it was like my aunt, her sister, and then my uncle Rob, and then me. <laughs> so, and uncle Rob and all... The, my Uncle Rob is, like, involved in the church. So he would not want this happening near him. <laughs> okay? So I get... I'm right behind Rob. Rob shakes his hands, talking to the guy for a bit. I look at my dad. I'm like, I'm going to get it. <laughs> my dad's like, 
don't man, don't, like, no, I'm doing it. So the preach, he goes to shake my hand, and I go, get that out of here, whack, okay? And I grab him over the shoulder, and I pull him in, and I wrap a leg around him, and I give him a big paggle. I want my hugs too. And then I let him go. He didn't like that, dude. <laughs> it's not like he was going to square off or anything, but he goes, um, don't, don't ever, don't ever do that again. And don't ever come back again. I don't ever want to see you in my church. <laughs> I looked at my dad, I go, two birds, one stone, baby. <laughs> I'm an asshole. I know I'm an asshole, but it's fun to do sometimes. It's fun. I wasn't really trying to like pick on anything. I just wanted my hug. How are you going to hug? How are you going to hug women only and not hug a dude? Give the dudes a hug. <laughs> I couldn't believe that. I felt, I don't know. I felt like it was a thing. Don't, doesn't it seem like a thing? Come on, man. Somebody's got to be on my side on this. <laughs> I felt like it was a thing. It was a thing, right? He was like, oh no, I need, I need my boob hugs. But I'm going to just shake dude's hand. And the dudes were just like, cool. Just hug my lady. Fuck you, dude. I don't care if you're religious. Don't hug my woman unless you ask. I don't have a woman. Maybe that's my problem. <laughs> Maybe that's my problem. Maybe that's why I don't have a woman. Maybe it's because I go a little too... I don't really. I'm just kidding. But <laughs> could you imagine? <clears throat> you're in the... Oh, man. Yeah. So I got offended and I wanted a hug. So I was getting my, I was getting my fucking hug. I got it. He was not impressed. I'm not allowed back at that church. I'm okay with that. You know why? Because the religion I practice is being decent to people. Treat, be, treat, do. This is the one thing that I could say I will take. I have taken a hundred percent from um, from the Bible is do unto others as you would have done unto yourself. That live by that, motherfucker. Live by that because essentially it comes down to one simple thing. You try to hurt me, you fucked up. Because you try to hurt me, I'm going to try to hurt you, right? You love me, I love you. But I'm always starting with love. Start with the love. That's all I'm saying. You got to start with the fucking love and work your way to a community. I'm rambling. <laughs> that tequila is good. Did you have a did you have a tequila? Did you have a shot of tequila? You should have. It's Friday. I know that I'm recording this on St. Patrick's Day and I'm talking about St. Patrick's Day, but for you watching this, it's Friday at 4.20 in the afternoon. You put in a good hard week of work, right? Tequila it up, baby. Spark your joint. Look, I let this go. I'm telling you. This is what we do. I believe that the world needs more of a good time. I'm not saying get fucked up all the time or anything like that. Just fucking find the fun, man. I went away this weekend, okay? And I'm not, I don't mean like I took a flight or anything like that. And if you follow the podcast, if you listen to the audio, uh, if you listen to previous episodes, right, you'll know that I had to take a coronavirus test because I was exposed to somebody that had it. And then my son also had to take it. So we found out that we were all clear to go. So we went away to visit some family up in Ottawa. And it was fine. But one of the things that I realized was that I took a spontaneous two days off of weed because I figured, fuck it, I'm away. You know, we're, we're going to have enough. We're going to have enough fun. Three kids plus, you know, uh, the uh, the cousins we were going to see. So 
there was enough kids around there young, so you got to keep your energy up. And it's not always good to be all high when you got to do shit. So I figured, you know what, spontaneous two-day break. So I took actually three days off. But we went, we saw a movie. We went and did um, we went and did an escape room. Dude, that was so cool. Anyway, I'm not saying that I need weed to get to have a good time. And I'm not saying that I don't need weed. to Like, I know that I can have a good time without weed. I enjoy weed, but it also has its spot, right? So when we were away, one of the things that I realized, like really, really realized was that as a kid, I always enjoyed going to movies. Like that was my favorite fucking thing to do. It was the escape. It was my drug. It was my weed, right? Because every weekend you could go away for a little bit. You could go away for two hours, be immersed in a totally different adventure and then come back to real life. And... The fact that since coronavirus has happened, I haven't been able to go and see a movie. We figured out a way. Like, they've set it up so that you call ahead, you can go down, watch a movie, and you book, like, seats at a certain section, and they keep everybody, you know, farther than six feet away just to be safe. So it's actually a pretty good thing. But as when we went, and we went and saw Tom and Jerry, but when we went, and I sat down, Again, I'd been, you know, no smoking weed for a couple, for like a day. So when I sat down, started eating that popcorn and the fucking, you know, ads played, dude, I got the shivers. I got the goosebumps. Like when I was a kid, like back in the day when it was like, whoa, you know? So I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like those are the little things. The little things can find you fun. You can find your fun in all kinds of different shit. And I realized that I just said some dumb shit right there, <laughs> but Hey, it happens. Because tequila, weed, bonk hits. What I'm saying is, eliminate the bullshit, man. The bullshit's not worth it. It doesn't matter if it's coming from somebody you love or somebody you hate. Either way, it's affecting, it can insidiously infect your shit. So just find the fucking fun. That's all I'm saying. Find fun. Every situation. Like even when I got kicked out of church, it was still fun. And again, I wasn't trying to offend anybody, but fuck, it was fucking fun to do because that guy was super surprised. <laughs> okay. That's all I'm saying. Oh, dude. This weed is good. I hope you enjoyed the sesh. I hope you had a good week. I hope you're enjoying life. I hope you're finding the fun. Because everybody needs to find the fucking fun, man. And now that I'm repeating myself and pulling hard on this joint. <laughs> those are my thoughts off the stem this week. Dude, I'm fucking high. I hope you're high. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you come back every Friday at 4:20 p.m. on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, wherever you get a podcast. That's for the audio dudes. For anybody that wants to watch and keep joining in on the on, it's not live <laughs> on the video sesh, YouTube baby. That's right. And don't forget, I'll put a link in the description. Check out our merch. 4:20. Boop boop. Tots 4:20 baby. Tots 4:20. Get some headgear. Get some shirts, get some hoodies. This one's a different one. We got new ones coming. And also, I'm working on a slick new design for the podcast. And I hope you guys enjoy it. I hope you guys keep coming back. 
yeah, then check us out. Check out the link tree in the description, and it'll give you all the awesomeness that is Thoughts Off the Stem. And that's my Thought Off the Stem for this week. I'm Justin Peroni. I hope you enjoyed me. I hope you enjoy me. <laughs> no. <laughs> I hope you join me next week at the same time, at the same weed channel. <laughs> I love Batman. Peace. <laughs> Until next time, keep your lids low, baby.